Hey guys, hey guys and gals and gays and straights and everyone in between. It's your boy Billy Merkel, Americans, huh? Well, it's me again, guys. Ah, oh, we're back from the dead. Another week of not dying. Good work. Congratulations. We made it. We did it. We won for another week of mundane reality. Anyone do anything special this week? Thoughts up. You bunch of losers. It's a good way to start a podcast, isn't it? You fucking idiots out there. Hello, guys. It's me, America. It's Random Podcast number 63. 27th of November. It was November. Uh, the 27th. Uh, then, uh, have I sang the song before to start? Oh, yes, I I did. I have sang the song so many times at the start of the podcast. Can I transition into a new song? No, I can't. Apparently not. I can't do two melodies in my head. Uh, uh, uh. She was a dancing queen, young and mean, only 34. Boom, boom. Only 34. What a transition, huh? What a transition. Jesus, that impressed myself. If no one else, if no one else, maybe my neighbor is listening in and he's going to be like, whoa, we got a real talent next door. A real, a real good guy. That's what people don't say about me when they live close to me. I always have neighbors wherever, no matter where I live, no matter where I go, I always have a neighbor who doesn't like me for no reason at all. One neighbor I keep saying, oh, how's it going? And every time he just says, no. Hey, man, are you? No. Are you? No. Having a good day? No. You answered me? No. Was that? No. But no. Hello, no. I lived in Germany for a year, right? In a place called Constance. It's like on the German Swiss board there, as they call it. It's like half German, half Swiss. And uh, what a bad, bad. Well, it wasn't too bad, but what a bad, bad year. Cold, cold Constance. Boring, boring, boring city. And we weren't allowed to work, so we had no money. <coughs> we were there for a year of university. Part of my commerce and German degree. Jeez, killing the singing. Had a cup of coffee, it's obviously kicking in nicely. Kicking in during the singing phase. Anyway, I'm living in Constance, and they put you with people. You can't pick who you're living with. And I was living with uh, some long-haired rocker dude. Didn't like me. Some kind of lesbian feminist girl. Didn't like me. And then... um, Who's the other one? Oh, yeah. Chinese dude. I was probably about 20. 21. He looked about 40. He was fat, bald Chinese man. And he told me... First day I met him, he was like, Oh, I don't speak English. No, it's not Chinese action. 
Just pretend he had a French accent. Yeah, yeah, don't speak uh, the English. That's not even French, maybe that's Russian. That's why you don't come to me for accents, guys. Don't come to me unless it's an Irish gibber accent. Then I'm not your man. I'm rarely your man. Do you know what I feel bad for? If you have me down as your emergency contact, oh, Jesus, then your life is not going well. If I'm the person you, you come to in an emergency, oh, so help you God, because you are probably going to die or perish or fade away. Unless you need someone to make you a cup of tea, then I am the man for you. That's all I'm good at in an emergency. <coughs> or else I can, buy, I can buy you books or make you tea. You pick. You phone me up. You're at the hospital. You're in jail. You're in some other scenario where they're like, phone his emergency, phone her emergency contact. You phone me up. I'll offer you two things. A cup of tea or a good book to read. What do you need? Then I'll send you an Uber pool. And say, come on over, I'll make, I'll sure the kettle's on. I'll sure the kettle's on. I'll make us some tea. It's all in good for in your emergency contacts. If I am your emergency contact, so help you God. Pray for a miracle. Because boy, oh boy, I won't be there to help you. <coughs> Someone's telling me because I'm always sniffing. I'm like an old, I'm like a, I'm like a dog. How huh, guys, I'm like a dog. These people say they're like, look at his mutt, look at his beautiful mutt with beautiful cocker spaniel hair. He's a real dog. He's a real dirty dog. Why is that a bad thing to be a dirty? Look at his dirty, dirty fucking dog. Look at this dirty dog over here. Ah, sure, look at your man over here. He's a right old dirty dog. Why is it never like, ah, oh, look at this dirty little cat. Oh, look at the state of this dirty cat over here. What a dirty, what a deviant. What a sexual deviant that dirty little cat is. Bad time to be a sexual deviant, guys. What is a deviant? Who knows? Just don't go groping. Don't go groping. I think I'm in the all clear, guys. Not really. I, I I freely admit to being creepy, but I'm not a creep. Thin line, fine line, a blue line. I've forgotten my train of thought, so I'm going to try and talk my way back to what I was talking about. Emergency contact. Oh, yeah, so the Chinese dude. Um, do you know what I hate actually there's nothing worse than seeing alright these guys groping and sexual deviants it's like alright you're getting caught good work smoke them out smoke out those fake nice guys smoke them all out but then you see other guys being like I'd never do that because I and then putting capital letters respect women I saw a guy tweeting that earlier Hey, just so you know, I'm not like the other guys. I, capital letters, respect women. Which makes me think he is a insecure uh, groper. <coughs> he's done something and now he's trying to overcompensate. 
Might be wrong, but I'm never wrong, huh, guys? I'm always right. That's what they say about me. They say Billy Merkel. He's never wrong, but he's always right. It's weird. It's weird how that happens. But you know, some of us are just more right than wrong, and some of us are just more more weak than strong. I'm a weak man, but I'm always right. So it's a, it's a nice mixture. I'd highly recommend it. And back to the Chinese man. So he tells me, first day moving in, he's like, uh, I don't know, speak English or German. Because I tried to have a conversation and he didn't want to go there. No interest in a conversation with me, which is uh, reasonable, I suppose. You don't know what you're missing out on. Pure joy. Pure joy. You want to talk about tea? Oh, Betsy, I'm the man for you. You want to talk about books? Oh, Betsy, I'm the man for you. You want to talk about feelings and emotions? And expressing uh, your thoughts articul- in an articulate way. Oh, no, that's not me. That's not me. That's not me at all. Kent wrong. You pulled into the wrong gas station, boys and girls. Keep on driving. We only serve tea and books here. Anything else? Four miles down the road. Off with you. So anyway, the Chinese dude was like, uh, <coughs> I don't speak. So I just didn't speak to him. He'd make this food that didn't smell like what I thought nice Chinese food would smell like. It smelled more like uh, turnip and cabbage and wet newspaper. That's what it smelled like to me. It's weird because you think Chinese food, like Chinese food in Ireland's unreal. But it's obviously pumped full of like, I don't know, sugars and whatever that. GSP or whatever the GSM, GBDP, <coughs> full of that GBDP, MSG, whatever they stick it in to make it taste unreal. Probably a bucket load of salt, you know yourself. And then I lived in Hong Kong, well, I went there for like six months or something. And I was like, oh, I bet the Chinese food here is unreal because it's part of China. And then it's uh, it's more plain Jane. It's more uh, lentils and cabbage and turnips and steaming hot broth and uh, noodles, but uh, it's not as tasty as it is in Ireland or America. So that's what he was making, this Chinese man, bald dude. Uh, (coughs) He'd make that food, I'd make my porridge. Then we'd sit in silence, staring at the wall. There was no windows in this. We lived like in a big apartment block that the university was like, Universität, Constance Universität. Um, uh, student building, whatever it was. It was horrendous. It was like Eastern Russian, Eastern German. Just this awful look like a prison. Oh, God, it depresses me thinking of it. It was so cold, too. And they had no doors, so every apartment was just, it was just like the whole place on the outside was just a window. So you could walk past anyone and just looked in. And I lived on the bottom floor, which was even better. Because everyone would walk past and look in at me and this Chinese man. And he's eating his wet newspaper. And I'm eating my porridge. And we're both kind of looking at each other in silence. And we're like, um, 
Well, this is nice, huh? This is this is connecting to people. This is what you want. You want to be in a foreign, cold country and uh, really enjoying this. Until one day, this is like after about six months, my buddy was there and we had a TV. Oh, no, I was watching soccer on TV because he was there. I usually watched it in my room. And Man United were playing and he came over and he was just like, what's the score? And my buddy was like, uh, 2-0 and he was like oh I support Man United and then I told my buddy because my buddy had been in my place too but we were never watching soccer before and he, we were just like wait you speak English and he was like yeah and I was like I thought you told me you don't speak English he's like yeah I just did not want to talk to you then he went back up to his bedroom so that was nice guys that was cool lived with him for six months and he spoke both German and English very uh, fluently but I admire him I don't like small talk either but uh, he did well not cracking he must have let it slip by mistake he would have been a good spy until six months in and then he would have got caught why did I bring up that story I have no clue not one ounce of clue is in my head cold i don't know living in germany it's good laugh i suppose but it was like the town was (coughs) like germany's cool i really like germany it's all efficient and clean clean and efficient like me in bed huh guys you want a clean and efficient lover come to papa come to billy merkel i'll make you a cup of tea recommend you a book We'll have clean, efficient sex. Then the shame and guilt will kick in. And I'll say, oh, I got a meeting. You got to leave. Get out. And I'll start crying. And I'll start speaking German. So if that's your idea of a good time, ladies, hit me up. Hit me up. Hit me up. I'm down. I'm down. I'm down for a good time. Some people are up, but I'm down. It's funny that you're down when you're sad, but you're down for a good time. <coughs> means you want to be happy. I'm down for a... Are you down? Yeah, I'm down. But are you down? No, I'm not down. I'm just down for a good time. You up for a good time? Yeah, I'm up for a good time too. Is it bored, people? Can you be up and down? Apparently. What the hell was I on about that I was even talking about, Constance? Oh, yeah, it was so cold. There was one Irish bar. Oh, yeah, it was like, it was all old people living there. And then there was a university. And you'd think that it was fun living in the university. But all the Germans were so boring. They go to bed at like midnight. Nine, we must, uh, we must, uh, studieren. In the morning, we must, uh, study early. Classes would start at six or seven, like seven. I remember I had one class that was like, it must have been eight a.m. every morning. And we had to go to this class. Like, if you attended a certain amount of these classes, um, you passed the class. So we'd, like, get up at 7. We'd take a 45-minute bus or something in, sit in the class. You wouldn't be, you'd be so tired, you couldn't even speak. You'd just be like, yeah, whatever. I'm only here for the attendance record. 
And then we'd go home. And then we'd sleep till noon. And then we'd go back into some other crappy classes. Then we'd go home. Me and my buddy Riley. Two Irish guys. We got done. Our teacher, our college, university coordinator or something back in Ireland in Cork. Didn't like us, so she sent us to the worst place. Oh, we got done big time. Everyone else went to cool cities. We went to this little crap. I'd go back there, but it was just, ah, oh, it was horrible. The routine. And then it's cold. You're just like watching MTV, German MTV. <clears throat> Went to buy a TV over there. He was watching German MTV, some German soccer. Um, every dude as well. There's so many like wiggers over in Germany. They, they all thought they were Eminem, but like full on, fully dressed, do rags. The whole shebang, they thought they could rap. <coughs> then we go to this Irish bar. What was it called? I can't remember. Murphy's or some crap. And then we just booze and booze and booze. Sometimes we booze. You can get these like bottles of uh, three euro vodka. Oh, Christ. On a stick. It was horrendous. Horrendous. Like we had to. We. There was myself, Riley, and this guy, Simon. Who was a Canadian dude. And then there was another guy, you, who was this Japanese dude, who was hilarious. I'm still, I still talk to you. He was like tall, big Japanese dude. Uh, but he was just crazy. He'd like, he'd show up wearing like jeans and a denim jacket and a cowboy hat. And he'd be like, I want to be a cowboy. He'd be like, all right, cool. And then we're just sitting around and he'd start doing weights, wearing all this shoulder pumps. And he was like, who is this mental person? But he was a great laugh. And myself, Simon and Riley would uh, pass this bottle of three euro vodka around with a glass of orange juice. And we'd have to chug it because it was so horrendous. You couldn't mix it. It was too cutting to mix it up. Oh, it ruined our fine stomachs. And we'd pass it around and we'd be cold, sitting indoors. There's no heating in these glass Russian apartment block buildings. And you'd be like, this is fun, huh, guys? We're really learning German. And then we'd get drunk. And then we'd go from the German part of town. You'd bring your passport. And we'd go in through border control, through the Swiss part of town. And then we'd go to this nightclub called B1. B1 means B1. That's the name of the nightclub. B1. And they'd have some ridiculous drink deals. So we'd buy a few boozes. And uh, we'd dance. <coughs> we'd try to chat up women in these places. But they had no interest when they found out we weren't German. We were just poor foreign students. And then we'd walk back through security control. Didn't we care when we were walking back we wouldn't have to show it we just wave and then we'd go home and then we'd wake up and you'd say where am i am i back in ireland and you'd open your eyes and you'd look out the window and there would be five feet of snow and you're like that's why i'm shivering to death so that was fun guys huh 
That was a weird detour from the emergency contact. Can't remember what that was about, but there we go. Lovely little, lovely little detour. Lovely little detour. Thank God for books. Books got me through. I just read so many books. So many books. So many books. I'd almost read a book a day sometimes, just nonstop. Oh, and then eventually we we were like on the verge. We tried to make that whatever it was, 8 a.m. class all the time. And I think you're allowed to miss five. And we were at four. And then we were just like, you know what? Who cares? Who cares? <laughs> I'm going to miss it. I don't. I'm, I'm not. It felt like prison. I don't care. They don't even teach us anything in these classes. It's just for show. It's just for show. I remember there were so many German couples in that university too. And they used to dress in the same outfits. It blew my mind. They used to dress like... I remember this one couple. They'd always wear white jeans. Pink shirt. Uh, they'd have a white jumper on their shoulders tied around. And they'd have... Maybe pink shoes. It was insane. The exact same outfits, both of them. And they'd walk around and no one would laugh except for me. And no one would be like, what are you doing? What the fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Are you twins? Are you weird twins? But why are you making out? Why are you hooking up? What is going on? Why are you... Every day they wear the same outfit and people thought it was cool. And then I slowly went mental because I was like, why? This is not cool. This is not cool. And then my buddy came to visit me one time. I remember we met these two girls at some club, I think. And they were like, meet us the next day. And they were kind of dressed like scantily in the club. Like, what are they called? Hot pants, jeans. Like, just basically like wearing nothing almost. We were like, oh, that's the club in attire. And then we met them in like, the main part of the city during the day and they showed up wearing like even they were like strippers or hookers or something we were just like what is this what is going on we were having a laugh so then we were like oh we went for booze or something and we were like let's go back to this uh, Russian German place and then uh, how does this story actually happen so we're boozing and then we were like, okay, these girls are kind of dodgy. And then some dude, they were texting. Some dude showed up. They were older than us too. And this dude showed up with like a bulldog. And uh, we were like, okay, girls. Okay, now. Don't know what's going on or who this angry man is. And they were like, don't let him in. And we were like, okay. So <laughs> you couldn't hide because it's just a big glass. It's like a glass house. The dude is looking in and he's banging on the door. And we were just like, here, man, they don't want you to come in. Don't bang on the door. And then because we were on the bottom floor and I had a door in my bedroom that went out the back. I was just like, okay, girls, I think you should leave this way. And I kicked down a load of snow to get the door open. And then they walked out the back and they were wearing nothing. And uh, 
the dude with the bulldog stayed there for ages. So I just hid in my room and prayed that the Chinese man didn't come home and wouldn't let him in. Happy days. Fun times on the old constants. Trying to think if that's where the old uh, book. Can't be the book day, guys. Book a day for the lads. I do think that I might have a book fetish, guys. Just to uh, confess to the crowd, to the audience. Realized if a girl's into reading books, oh, but uh, tickles the old giblets in place that the giblets wouldn't be tickled. What are your fetishes? Mine are book lovers. You love a book? Oh, come over here. Come bring those dancing shoes over to the boudoir of the bookwar. It's my only fetish. I like to uh, rub myself with books. Big fan of the old books. Book on, as they say, book on. Jeez, the coffee's wearing off nicely. What else was going on this weekend? Um, oh, Thanksgiving. I was thankful for nothing, thankful for nothing, but uh, I expect more. Give me more people. Give me Black Friday. Now we're talking. Remember when I first came to America, I was like, what is Thanksgiving? It's a weird all day. And then I realized it's mighty. It's like Christmas, but you don't have to buy people presents. You get the turkey, the bucket of food, the booze, all you need. Although, this, I don't know, it was worse this Thanksgiving, me inviting myself over to friends' houses, or my friends being like, you can't actually come. There's no room. Happy days. Happy days. Went to the Laugh Factory with my buddy Michael Linoche. We did. They were doing like Feed the Homeless. Some huge cues. So we were feeding the homeless people, except me and him kind of didn't know what to do. So we just walked around and pretended to be busy. Where should we look? Let's move this chair here and there. Now we're busy. Now we look like we're doing something. Then you go up and you do a show for all the homeless people. The place is packed. Had to be clean, which is always a balls. Not a fan of clean comedy sets, even on a clean man. In bed, as they say, clean and efficient in bed. I'm a filthy whore on stage. Now, what they say, that's what the newspaper reviews said. They're like, oh, Marquez, he's a filthy whore on stage. But anyway, did a clean set. <coughs> Who else was doing it? Oh, Tiffany Hayes was there. She just presented SNL. Then uh, she sound herself, myself, and Michael did some gibberish interviews for local news fox news i think don't know if he made the cut at one point my cheeks started sweating standing under a bright light and i sweat a lot and then michael saw that my cheek was sweating he started laughing and then tiffany hugged me and said am i queen of ireland and i said you were and then i could see in the news reporter's eyes that i was not None of this was going to make the final segment. But I think we did actually make it. I just didn't see it. And that's a lovely, heart-touching, warming Thanksgiving bedtime story. From my mouth to your ears and lack of imagination. Because I didn't describe it well. 
because I got interrupted a minute ago while I was trying to talk about books. And I lost my flow of gibber. I lost the guys. I had it. I had, oh, I had it. I had it deep and I had it. I had it wide and then we lost it. And now look where we are. Talking about Turkey. I didn't even booze that day actually. So that was, you know me guys, I don't always have to booze to have a good time. I have a much better time when I do booze, but I don't have to booze to have some sort of a good time, depending on who I'm around. But if I'm around awful people, then yes, I need drink to uh, make them more tolerable. But if you're sound and you're around, I don't need booze. I just need a well acid environment. And then I'm then we're dancing. Shout out. I remember hearing someone saying, This turkey tastes like ass. And you know what? Whenever I hear someone in West Hollywood saying something tastes like ass, I believe them. Because people here love to eat ass, as they say. They won't eat gluten, but boy oh boy will they chomp down on a nice slice of ass. It's very odd to me, but what do I know? Just a simple man. I never used to like to taste the wine. Slowly got used to it, and now I drink it. Maybe that's what ass is like. Is ass like wine? There's something to consider. Why do people in West Hollywood, they won't eat gluten, but they will eat ass? Is ass like wine? And if so, what color wine? Is it more red? Is it white? Would you like a nice rosé? A nice assé, as they call it. What am I talking about? God only knows. Um, right. That's it. That's, that's the wall that I've come to hit. We made it. Had a girl during the week overheard her calling me a 5.5 looks-wise. And that's only because I have an accent. Haven't got that low in a while, guys. Good for the old uh, ego. 5.5. Keep me keep me grounded. We all know I'm 11.2. Out of 10, I'd give me 11. Maybe not, but you know, you gotta be deluded. You gotta be deluded to get ahead in the modeling world. And I still haven't made it, and I still haven't been booked, but I think one day, guys, I can be a model. And if you laugh at that, well, then you're right. Because it's laughable that I'm not yet a supermodel. Let's be honest, don't have the looks, but I have something. Don't know what it is, may never find out. What if, I wonder at what point people in LA are like, what if I'm not going to make it? But they don't, they keep plugging away, plugging away, plugging away, and then they die. And I suppose that's the, the theme of this show is another podcast, we haven't died. Till next time, go check out my books, Random, Random, or Predom web series on YouTube, random, Twitter at Trickadoo, Snapchat at Trickadoo, Instagram at the Marquez. Until next time, good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck, good luck.